Hey everybody, welcome to the Real Estate Community Network Podcast. I'm Mike Bazdona here with Steve Franco. And Butter. Butter. Big Butter. <laughs> oh, hashtag. He's gonna go, we're gonna go through the whole thing with him. Uh, make sure you join our Facebook group, Real Estate Community Network PA. Find us on Facebook. Make sure you share this podcast with other people. And uh, hey Steve, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thanks, thanks, Mike. Yeah, so uh Butter, Butter and I have been doing business for, I don't know, five, six years, a little before COVID, sometime maybe right around COVID, whatever. And uh, yeah, so kind of tell us how you got, you know, first of all, you're, you're not local, how you got here, sort of where, where you came from, and then we'll kind of get into the, the business stuff, because you've really come a long way in the last few years. Yeah, God is good. Um, where I started from, oh. He's also famous, so he's got a lot of phone calls coming in. Where I started from... Um, I um, was um, in East Stroudsburg. I came to Pennsylvania from Queens, New York, under the wrong pretenses. Um, you know, I, I I seen an avenue, whereas though I thought that I could make some more money for a product that was selling for lesser in a neighborhood that I came from. And um, you know, with um, every decision, you, every decision that you make doesn't necessarily mean it's the good decision. So uh, I faced uh, criminal charges, and um, I wound up doing a one and a half to three years in uh, Camp Hill, Greaterford, and um, if I'm not mistaken, Smithfield. And then they put me in a halfway house in Scranton. So I found Scranton in 2020 because of the judicial system. Oh, okay. That's, that's how you ended up here. And became your home. <laughs> yeah, it became a, a marking place. It did. It did. I guess it was good to you a little bit. Yeah, through every uh, trial and tribulation, one gains character and strength, they say, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when we met, you were uh, we were working on, you already had the, the barbershop going, so that so that was going pretty good. You had, what, a dozen chairs over there or something? Uh, ten chairs. Yeah. So, so, that's, so that was before real estate. You were just... Barbershop. Yeah. Um, when I came home, um, you know, I still had my little ups and downs that I was facing. Um, in 2020, I wind up getting incarcerated again. Um, and then um, I, um, around 2015, um, my mother was passing away of lung cancer. Oof. And um, she told me she never wanted me to live the lifestyle that I was living. Now, this is after state prison, federal prison, you know, Rikers Island and things of that nature when I was living in New York. Um, I suffer from an addiction called alcoholism. And um, once I realized that, you know, it's pretty much the same thing as any other drug or, you know, an addiction is an addiction. You could be addicted to selling clothes. You could be addicted to buying clothes. You could be addicted to sex, anything, you know. When you do something that um, over overbears your um, priorities and what you need to do and your responsibilities and what you need to do in life, it becomes a problem. And alcohol was a problem for me. So um, I was homeless. I started sleeping in the back of the barbershop that I was working in, um, six, six, um, 604 Cedar Avenue at the time. It was called Southside Cuts and Fades. Uh, shout out to Stefan Draper. I appreciate you helping me. And, um, you know, the judicial system had me on um, colors because I was facing criminal charges for possession with intent to deliver of marijuana. And um, they had me going back and forth in the colors. And they understood what was going on with my mother 
And I came to an acceptance of the fact that I was an alcoholic and I started doing things to, uh, to uh, well, I'll never rid myself of alcoholism. Um, however, take my medicine is a better term, which is going to AA meetings and being aware of my sickness. And um, they allowed me to go back and forth to Florida to see my mother when she was passing away. And one of her, uh, one of her um, last words was, "She never wanted me to live the lifestyle that I live." And um, it kind of like woke me up, you know. And um, from sleeping in the back of the barber shop, I just turned around and just changed my product altogether and focused on um, cutting hair. I looked at cutting hair as every twenty dollars is like a. Yeah, it's like a bag of weed being sold. So I, uh, you, you got, now you're addicted to cutting hairs. Well, I, I changed my addiction to positive addiction. So right. um, not just cutting hair. I, um, I also well, let's let's slow down. Um, yeah. I uh, turned around and purchased. I first got me a room. I moved into a room from sleeping in the back of the barber shop, and then um, from the room. I was able to acquire my own barbershop, and um, from that point on, uh, I turned around and purchased the building that I was sleeping in that was the other barbershop, and um, life has been great, you know, since then, since me realizing what my downfalls and failures was and um, figuring out a way um, to, uh, to gain control of my life, you know. Um. Yeah, and I mean, since we did that first Cedar Ave barbershop purchase for you, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing that building, and you got it for an awesome price even then, but I could never imagine where it's gone since then. How you renovated the entire place, gotten it all rent, you know, da, da, da. I think you even have a tenant in the old uh, Cuts and Fades side, don't you? Isn't somebody in there now? Yes, uh, Verse Styles, Kim K, she, um, check her out on Instagram, check her out on Google, uh, Yelp, um, Facebook, um, that place, she, she, it's like me seeing the secrets happen all over again. Uh, the secrets pretty much is, um, manifesting destiny, um, knowing what you want in life and, um, and talking into, uh, existence with positive affirmations and, um, just not trying anything, just doing and, um, I seen it happen with me and I seen it happen with her. Like that place was like pretty much bad. If anybody's been to the South Side area and went to South Side Cuts in the Fades back in the days, you would remember how the place looked. And if you go there now, you'd be like, Wow, it's just like a total complete change. It's kinda like my life. Yeah. Which was, 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 was great. And that's cool that she was able to buy that building. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Literally because the building he was sleeping. That's yeah. kinda where you started changing. Yeah, yeah, that was the, it was like, it's, it's, it's ironic. Keep it's it. A, yeah, yeah. It's ironic, like the um, barbershop that I, I, I wind up um, opening up. In 2020, I lived in the apartment upstairs. I would have never thought that the dance hall that was downstairs would become Butters Barbershop and Salon on 831 Piston Avenue, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> You know? Yeah, push it, man. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, it's, this yeah. is all you. Yeah. yeah. So now, it's, and, uh, and, and and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, and and, and and since then, you picked up the you picked up the other house, where you you and I are looking at that bigger building down the street to do, and uh, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. So, 
I mean, and and you've done great. I mean, not only in the investment side, but in, in the learning side, in terms of you know what you read when you were inside, mm-hmm. you know, reaching out to people like me, Steve G, blah blah blah. You've got a good list of crew around you that when a question comes up, and that's the most important thing is right. having that team. Team it's, is always important. It's not what you know; it's who you know. You know, I, I, I while I was incarcerated, I did read a um, couple of books. I read Donald Trump's real estate book, and I read um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. The Four Quadrants of Success and Rich Dad Poor Dad, and um, it allowed me to um, to open up my mind to different ventures and and have an understanding of uh, financial freedom. And um, the only way to do it is, you know, coming up with the idea, not letting nobody tell you that you cannot do it, and meeting the right people that push you forward to the goals that you want to accomplish. And um, I do thank you, Steve, for everything that you've done. <laughs> you've done it, man. <laughs> and but I think it's also important uh, important lesson because you know people say, "Oh, buy with no money down, buy with da da da." And is it easy to do? No, but it is possible. Definitely possible. It is possible, and if you do it right, when, uh, I do private lending, and, and and we'll get you into that at some point too. If you do it right, people are like, well, "Wait." Why are you charging twelve percent? That's a lot of money. Well, you know what? It's not the money you spend; it's what you're going to make off it. Exactly. That money you spent on the loans with me and Steve G and whatever got you here. Right. It was a small price to pay for a bigger a bigger goal to gain. Um, when you look at business and you look at interest rates, you have to always calculate the fact that you know. All right, if this has this much interest, what am I gaining? And is what I'm is what that I'm gaining worth more than what the interest is. And if it is, it's a solid deal. Yeah. And then once you figure that out, then you get to the point where you could, uh, there's a thing called refinancing. There's a thing called drawing the equity out of a property. And there's a thing called just wholesaling it, sell it, period. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many different avenues. So you can't get caught up on the uh, high interest at first. As long as it makes sense at the end, the bottom line is what matters the most, you know? And and without getting into too much detail, I might be off by a little bit, but everything you've invested in that Cedar Ave building, you just got offered that just for the business of the laundromat. Period. Right, <laughs> like, right. So to be honest, you know, it's 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 all public record. I got the um I got um six hundred to six oh four Cedar Avenue for fifty thousand dollars. Um it's appraised now for Roughly six hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, within the matter of the coronavirus two thousand to what is this two thousand and three going on two thousand and four? You should smile, I, man. Listen, <laughs> smile. Come on, there listen. you go. <laughs> He's got the golden mouth. He can smile all he wants. This guy, bling bling. I wish we had some video in here. We'll take pictures <laughs> yeah. later. God is good. God is great. Yep. And um, the thing is, with this type of deal. Like uh, Steve said, that they they they're there. It's not impossible, you know. Um, because like right after that, I got another property, uh, fifty thousand dollars, a two unit, and um, it had three bedrooms on each side. Got that for fifty thousand. That's a deal. Turned around and sold it for one hundred and eighty-eight thousand yeah. dollars. And you know, and we can't forget to thank Bill too, because without Bill, Bill is my gifting guy. you those places basically. Yes. <laughs> Bill is my guy. The thing is, another thing, I have to admit that, you know, God works in mysterious ways, you know. Um, the the manifest destiny thing is like when you're doing things in the right direction, 
a lot of other things is going to come in that direction to get you to that goal where you want to be or you need to be. It's just a matter of you having faith and believing in yourself and believing what your common goal is. And you will find others because your awareness level will be up for the opportunities to come. And I met a guy named Bill. And I swear to God to you, he was like, you're going to buy this laundromat. You're going to buy this building for me. And I'm like, where the hell am I going to get this damn money from? Right. So it's like I opened up my business, and when I go to the bank, they're like, you need two years proof of income. And before we do this, you have to do blah, say, blah, blah, say, blah, which in the, um, what's the word I want to say? Um, looking back kind of thing, yeah. Well, looking back, but in um, in retrospect, this is what you really have to do to get a loan from the bank. They want two years proof of income. They want uh tax uh your 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 taxes. They want your profit and loss margins. Um, but when you're dealing with an investor, they look at the bigger picture. Uh, is this worth it for them? Because um, in my opinion, it's um a lot of guys have a lot of money. Um, and they sit their money in the bank, and the interest rate that they get from the money in the bank is doodly squat compared to them finding somebody that has a property that they're buying for $50,000 and it's already appraised for $125,000. So it's a no-brainer for them to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let you borrow the money because it doesn't make no sense rotting in the bank. Yep. yep. And pretty much that's how it goes. Like I try, I, I do my best to explain to everybody that they can do the same thing that I'm doing too. It's just pretty much common sense. It's just a matter of you believing in yourself and believing that the system works. Exactly. And I mean, and you know, on, on both sides of it, if you have the deal, the money will always be there. So, so, yeah. so for that, you got private money for that or you went to that bank and got the money? No, that bank looked at me and was like- I hate the fucking banks. Join the club. So excuse my language. So all my deals, I borrow private money. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right? So the thing is, I do it and I, I take people on tours all the time. I show them what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And they're always ahead of the game. I said, do you want to leave your money in a bank? It's it's actually losing money mm-hmm. because inflation is so high. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, And it, you only get in the bank, only an X amount of it is, is covered. So yes. if somebody comes and robs the bank, you yeah. lose everything. If my house burns, if this, if I fail the project, you're winning. You're double right. or tripling your money because I buy right. X, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. I learned a thing in one of those books that I read. It's called OPM. Oh, yeah. That's, other people's money. It's all yep. I use. Right. You, and, and keep what you can get out of the other person's money and go on to the next thing. They're happy. We're happy. And and it's got to be a win-win for everybody. It's a win-win yes. for everybody, you know? And, you know, and on, on the lender side of it, you know, we we looked at that, that Cedar Ave house and said, okay, if things go wonderfully, there's 12% return. Boom. Which I'm not making 12 anywhere else. Absolutely. If things go poorly... Too bad for this guy, but the house becomes ours, and we make more, probably more than twelve percent. So mm-hmm. it's great on the lender side. Now, you don't want to live with that loan for long. You want to get out of that and get to a bank loan. Absolutely. Once you did a couple turns and got things stabilized, you could go to the bank and say, hey, "Look, here's my two years' returns. Here's what this building is doing. Now let's talk." Mm-hmm. And then Pat took Carrie over there and got everything taken care of. <laughs> Absolutely, like that's the thing. Like when you first start, um, like I was saying, the bank wants to see two years proof of income. Um, there's a thing called collateral. So if you have purchased a property, um, whether you got it through uh, 
a family member or whether you got it through a, a hard loan, which is a higher interest rate loan. Um, now you have this collateral that you could go to the bank. The bank will come out. They'll appraise the property. They'll see what you own against the property. And then it's a no brainer for them. They're going to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, we could do this. My problem with the banks, they take too long for me. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're buying distressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they look at it like it's going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, oh, 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 you can't buy it. There's no furnace in there. Yeah. No right. shit. There's no walls either or a roof. Right. They're like, what makes <laughs> you think that you're the guy to come fix this property? And you're looking yeah. at them like, you don't yeah. know me. You're not the guy I want to borrow money from. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's pretty much what it's like. And, you know, with the next, and, and, we, and we're looking, and we're doing the, uh, you're starting a convenience store. Um, yeah, um, um, uh, a smoke conven- shop. Yeah. It's a smoke shop. Um, I want to do one of those. Slash. Uh, Casino? En- entertainment. Oh, entertainment. Yeah, skill machines. Yes. How many are you allowed to put in? As um, many as you can fit. <laughs> yeah, actually, my laundry mat, I have. Uh, <laughs> you have a laundry mat? Yeah, my waiting area. For that is cool. Mat. You know, my laundry mat is 24 hours. It's uh, uh, 602 Cedar Avenue. Scranton, Pennsylvania, it's Butters Bubbles. Um, That's a great name. We got the cheapest prices, washers and dryers in the area. And um, And you can gamble. We have a waiting area, yes. The waiting area, you can sit back. Um, uh, Smoking is prohibited. Um, It's separate from the laundromat. It's a door. You go in the door. That's actually where the office is for the attendant. So if you need anything, you can ask the attendant 24 hours. There's somebody available to help you. And with the slot machines, you're able to probably win some money so you don't have to uh, pay for your laundry or win some money to pay your rent. That's right. You might get free laundry, yeah. pay half your rent, or go buy something to eat. I there pretty much go. fell off smokes. my chair when I saw the amount you were throwing to people at one point, and they were turning in their receipts. I was like, really? The people are making this kind of money off it? Yeah, but you want them to win. Yeah, of course you do. The yeah. more they right? win, the more you get back. He's winning. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The house never loses. Come on, man. I know. Shh. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> But everyone's happy again. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Hey, honey, I got to go do my laundry. I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, how come it cost you 300 to do your laundry this week? I don't know. <laughs> he really jacked the prices on that soap. It was expensive soap. He said it's the cheapest in the area. Yeah. So, uh, and then I guess the next, and then, yeah, we're kind of moving forward on other adventures possibly, and you're getting certified as something, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, at this point in my life... Um, I've uh, I'm uh, I'm blessed to say that I've gained a lot. I've made a transition in life that um at one point in my at one point in time in my life that I would never thought that I would uh be, you know, to be able to achieve. And um a lot of people are like in a depressed state where though they believe that they're stuck in the situation that they're in. So um while I cut here, you know, I have a lot of conversations with the young young people and people that are distressed. And, um, you know, I want to see people uh, elevate themselves. So there's a thing called um, CRS, which is a certified peer specialist. Um, their job title or description is um, pretty much if you have any kind of issues or you need any kind of help in any kind of matter, uh, their job is to... Uh, help you with a Rolodex full of uh, information to get you where you need to go in life. And um, I'm in the process of uh, getting my certified uh, peer specialist uh, certificate shortly. So that's going to be one of my little half time after 
all this business adventures to keep myself occupied and to give back to the community. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, we're, and, and we're also, we're also talking about doing some transitional housing pro- projects and you, you're pretty much getting involved in a lot of stuff, which is, which is great. You, you know, you, you start from there and you grow it out. Whatever right. comes next, that's you don't, awesome. You don't give up. You don't give up. You know, you get one goal. The feeling that you, uh, the feeling that you get from accomplishing a goal is great. Um, when I was younger, um, a teacher told me that you know, goals is. Uh, some people think goals is hard to accomplish. The goal in setting goals is you make a big one, and then you make a whole bunch of small goals to reach the big goal, and then when you reach that big goal. You start creating more small ones to reach another bigger one. And that cycle just goes on and you could keep on doing it for the rest of your life. And you, you hear this from all of the big gurus, but I happened to be at a Damon John event a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, he's, he's, he, he's a great story. And one of the things I learned from him years ago was he's like, you don't say I want to make a million dollars. He's like, you say I want to make two million one hundred eighty six thousand and forty five cents. You make it specific. Mm-hmm. Then you back it off from there. And that's the thing is to back it off from there. If you just say, I want to make a million dollars, that's a dream. That's not a goal. Okay, now how am I getting there? A a military friend of mine told me, he's like, when they went to beat Germany in World War II, they didn't say we want to beat Germany. They said, okay, we want to take Berlin. Now what comes before taking Berlin? Well, we got to do this and this Mm -hmm. and this and this and this. Well, what's the tomorrow part of that? That's, That's the way you get there. Small goals to reach a big goal. Exactly. You got to have a roadmap. Absolutely. You can't just say, you know what? I want this Bentley. And then you're like, how the hell am I going to get the yeah. Bentley? Let me start off with my uh, get a Chevy. Yeah. Get a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get you one. I got, got you. I'll get you a bicycle. <laughs> I know you do. He owns a bike store also if everyone wants to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Real back. discount prices. It's almost like they're stolen. Yeah, I'm from Queens also. We met early in life. Yeah. I started so out when a, I was 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Entrepreneur. <laughs> All right, so I mean that's pretty much all I can think. Is there anything else you want to talk about or bring up? I'm not uh, sure what else. Are you guys so on real estate? Where you want to go? You want to just you want to get rentals? You want to flip? You want to get more right. uh, the, bubble places, smoke uh, shops? Just at this point in time in my life right now, um, I have two major ventures that are big goals that I'm working to accomplish. Um, and then after those two major goals, my plan is also to uh, get uh, property in uh, Virginia, close to uh, Virginia Beach. And then I want to expand out uh, out of the country. Like um, I have a, a, a business idea that I would like to do in uh, Jamaica um, that I, I want to work on. And um yeah, real estate's the key. That's right. Well, it'll help you get to Jamaica. Well, God is good. Yeah, God is good. That's that's God, been the quote all this day. For. Got me this far. Well, all Steve, right. you want to start wrapping it up? Yeah. So basically, uh, this is the RACN podcast, Real Estate Community Network, PA, on Facebook and other places. Let me get a little closer to make this. Mike's trying to throw a picture in here, like I did. So yeah, we're still talking though. But yeah, so. Um, and anytime you need to reach us, Real Estate Community Network PA, you can also drop by our office, but call first because we're usually out doing things and making money. Yeah, we're, we're never really here. This is just a... I don't even know how to explain the office to people. It's it's like the crash pad you had in college. I'm not there, but just a shower. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's my parents' house. Yeah. Um, hey, thank you. It's been great. It's definitely been a blessing, man. Yes. I appreciate um, y'all for... Uh, I'm glad you're friends with Steve. Now you're my friend. 
Yeah. Uh, I know you guys are doing business together. Well, I want to do some business with you two, Big Mike from the group. Home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Butter. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you find us on Facebook, Real Estate Community Network, PA. Uh, listen to our Real Estate Community Network podcast. It's on everything from yeah. Spotify to Amazon to Apple, whatever. We're on there. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Right, thanks. Appreciate it. Bye.